Ricardo. Enjoy a song from now on. <laughs> uh, all right, everybody. Steve's Welcome to a brand new edition of the of the Swift Kicks podcast. I'm Alex. With me, as always, are Nate and Steve. Uh, ben has not died or fallen off the edge of the planet. Um, today, it's it's not an issue with the Mini Cooper. Uh, he just has an issue, <laughs> so he won't be here. Still issue. Uh, yeah, yeah. We, we won't even lie to you like we did last episode and tell you that he's coming on because he's not. <laughs> It's just he not going to happen. Yeah. Um, much like uh, Steve today, wearing a, an old school 1991 Leeds kit, Packard uh, Bell, boom, Packard Bell Puma, Puma. kit, size triple yeah. XL, uh, triple XL fits like a glove, <laughs> a very big glove, Packard <laughs> <laughs> sized glove, <laughs> a, a very a 90s size glove. Anyway, Jesse Marsh, he's wearing it in solidarity for Jesse Marsh, who is uh, unemployed as of now. Um, hello, U.S. Men's National Team. Hopefully, he's on the first plane to uh, Chicago. Have a little chat with some people. Uh, see if he's a potential at candidate. A chat. At least a just chat. A chat. Just, just a chat. Just a chat. I'm least. not saying he's the guy. I'm just saying he needs a chat. What do you think, Nate? I'm a little worried that maybe he might not be the guy. I don't know. I hate to turn so quickly. I don't know, man. I, I'm kind of surprised that they let him bring in the entire like Americana, and then then they just can him. Like they didn't even they gave him one game with like the, the trio. It kind of surprised me a little bit, but I don't know. Time's ticking, I guess. Got to, you know. Did you see they were calling him Yank Lampard? Yes, I did. Yes, maybe <laughs> maybe instantly feel better about how bad Stephen Gerrard is at management too. They didn't they didn't right. do any funny puns with that. So. <laughs> When you're saying the guy, we're we're referencing whether or not he's the guy for the U.S. Men's National Team job, right? Uh, Just yeah, to make sure right. we're on the same page. Uh, right, cool. yeah. I stick by my previous statement. He's not the guy. All right, cool. <laughs> Just there's no could he be the guy, man. interim guy. Uh, so no, no interim. I, want, I, want, I just want one. I, we, we need to, We need to have him for Copa America and the World Cup. So the only reason we're we even talking about him is only because he's American. Not because he's a great coach, but we're only talking about him because he's American. And because he's of right. that, that's Damn that's it. ridiculous. That's a ridiculous when you look at like that's the only reason why we're even humoring this is because he's American. Oh, we need yeah, an American you're exactly coach. Right, actually. You get me, dude. You totally get me. Um, yeah. <laughs> you guys got a fist or like <laughs> there's better coaches and we're not paying attention. I don't have a list of names, but there's better coaches. We all know that, and we're not paying attention to them because they're not an American. And that is ridiculous. That is find me a more colorful colorful word than ridiculous and insert it there because that's what it is. <laughs> I haven't even uh, heard of Tuchel come across. I don't think he would do it. I feel like he hasn't made the the news rounds of like oh they talk. To I, feel, I think he's a club man. I think yeah, he's a club man. <laughs> yeah, um, you don't see a lot of German national managures, you know. Here in Klinsmann. Yeah, but, we tried once. And him and yeah. uh, Joachim Low. <laughs> yeah, I thought yeah. Klinsmann was okay. Better than uh, Triple G. Yeah, I can't uh, think of many other ones either. Yeah, to fill in uh, another word for ridiculous, it's almost laughable if you will, that uh, Chris Armas may very well be the interim manager at Leeds uh, for two matches back-to-back, I believe, against Manchester United. Um, 
How does that happen to like back to back? How is it like that? Uh, I don't know if Are they both Premier League fixtures? Thing. Let me check. Because I saw that. I saw like I saw that Casemiro had gotten a red card, not reading ahead in the script too much, but Casemiro had gotten a red card and uh, they were like listing the three fixtures that he was going to miss and Leeds was two of them. I was like, how the fuck's that happen? Yeah, they're both Premier League. I think I want to say one of these has to be a, a, uh, it's gotta be a like a midweek game has to be a reschedule from I think when the Queen mm. dealio happened. I'd buy that. Uh, yeah, you could sell it to me. I'd buy that. Yeah, that's that's what I'm that's what I'm saying. Uh, but yeah, yeah they play I'll go each with other. That. Uh, two rivalry matches on a Wednesday and then on a Sunday. Uh, so if there isn't a fight at one, there'll be a fight at the other. Likely. <laughs> <laughs> I'm predicting Brilliant. it here now. <laughs> that's our trash take. It's not even score yeah. lines or who's. It's just. Fights. <laughs> there, there will be a fight at some point. <laughs> yeah, I feel like it kind of sucks for uh, McKenny of all people. Probably realistically came over to be, probably more realistically came over to be with his friend Tyler Adams. But I think part of that package deal was being under yeah. an American coach as well, and kind of feeling like that home team kind of vibe, and to lose the head coach. <laughs> Okay. Oh, and I aren't they're tied, I think, for basically 18th place. They they are in a relegation scrap right now. I, I got the relegation in the 18th scrap, but the rest I lost. I don't know. Was that Nate? Was that you or me? <laughs> that was both of us. <laughs> All right, cool. Ben's not here, but Alex is on Mars. So. <laughs> You guys are making fun of me on different t- different time zones. He's on a different planet. <laughs> um, speaking Sponsor of... Something. Basically just asking, uh, how much does it suck? <laughs> well, I think it sucks a lot for Weston. And once again, I think I don't for think sure. he... He had a choice of where he was going to go, I think. But there was no choice about him leaving or not. He was going to leave, right? Juventus is a, that's yeah. where they're at right now. Like, that's a player that I think that... Because of everything they have, they have to offload all their big guys. So, <clears throat> I mean, I mean, it's only a six month loan. So, I think, I mean, now he's definitely there's no way he stays. Um, I mean, even if Leeds like somehow get the like, you know, twelfth or eleventh, there's no way he'll stay. You know, so it's such a strange, a strange one because if you think about it from a planning perspective, from Leeds, Leeds have just wrapped up the January transfer window. They've just wrapped it up, and they let Jesse March. Jesse Marsh, sorry, stay for that whole and do business for the whole entirety of the month. And then as soon as all of that business that suits what he wanted to accomplish and what his aims were. I totally agree. And then as soon as he wrapped up his job, he's like, cool, you're not in charge anymore. Let's get some, like, it doesn't make any, it doesn't make any sense. No, it doesn't make any, so like, it's like, did you plan on getting, that makes me think you didn't plan on getting rid of him. Even within the past, no, at least until February. He was, 1st, you know he was I mean? in their plans for a long time. I think yeah. I don't know who stepped in. I don't know who owns them. Um, I don't know anything about their ownership. I don't, at I don't all. either. I don't know either. I don't oh, know if they're it's hot on the trigger or what. But it just seems like poor planning because 
like you like we like you said, all these American players are getting recruited surely because you have an American coach and whatnot. And then it's the Forty ers guy that owns them, isn't it? Oh. Uh, mm. Roger Zani. Oh, okay. Yeah, I see that now. Andrea Rantrazani is confirmed. Uh, he is trying to sell the club in the near future, though. Uh, 49ers Enterprises uh, as a minority share, I believe. It would kind of scare me if I was a Leeds fan. You know? Mm-hmm. Like, yep. who's... Are we just making knee-jerk reactions? Like, we, there's some social media social media videos of, like, fans chanting, like, you know, Jesse Marsh out. Everyone's, like, upset. Like, all right, well, we got to react now. Okay, we're going to get rid of him. Like, I... I, I I would like to think that's not how the decision was made, but you knew that the club was having a tough time with fixtures. I mean, he's on a spell. He's, he was on a spell of seven games, a seven defeat, seven games defeated. Gosh, I don't know how to phrase that. I'm struggling right now, <laughs> but uh, he has on a consecutive seven losses. And you, you let the guy go through the January transfer window to fix the problems. And he addressed the problems. And then he got the pieces to fix it. And then you just don't let them do the job. I think yeah. for, I think losing to Forest. That's what they lost to, right? Yeah, no, for sure. That was that's that was definitely definite. that. Yeah. That yeah. does not help his. I think it was yeah. a way, which is a little bit better, but that I does agree. not help his case at all. Because um, not number kind of shit, um, but so are they. And I think that giving him the, the leeway to make signings, just like like you said, and then just like yeah, it's like you were here, and then now we don't want you to be here. Like we're gonna let you bring in your players. Yeah, you're not gonna man. You're not gonna coach them. So it, it, it it's silly, very silly for sure. Yeah. I just it's a strange one. Do we I'll think he uh, heads back to Wisconsin, or is he gonna find another job in Europe? That's where we've written him off as the U.S. How is, how is Ripple right Salzburg doing right now? <laughs> I mean, dude, I, I would love to live in Austria, man. You could, I would I would coach there for free if I could live there. Um, <laughs> Let's see how how the old they are as usual. Just absolutely first. freaking coasting the league. <laughs> it's just absolutely. It's kind of funny because a couple of these teams you'll see in Europe every once in a while. Like some of these teams, like uh, Rapid Wien and Austria Wien, and obviously Salzburg will get in there. But it's just all, when they when you put them all together, they're all just it's, they're all just like equally really shit. You know, yeah. it's just not good football. You know, yeah. Yeah, seems like a good place for him to go back to, though. Um, <laughs> test out the water. Uh, yeah, from, uh, get, back, yeah. get back in the pool um, <laughs> right away. Anyway, Jesse Marsh, unemployed. Uh, if you're listening, come on the podcast. Give us a chat. Um, other massive headline, uh, the potential of Manchester City, quote unquote, being kicked out of the Premier League, never going to happen. Uh, but there are calls apparently from some of the lower league, lower league, lower tabled clubs, probably leads, um, asking for Man City to be kicked out of the Prem right now. Trade places, thus. <laughs> yeah, like, exactly. trade places. Yeah, just do that. <laughs> just trade places. Let's <laughs> bring back Jesse. <laughs> Jesse, we take it all back. We're, we're second place. Uh, <laughs> um, anyway, this is all because of financial fair play dating back to basically the time in which they were bought out. Uh, so 2009 2009 is when some of their uh, initial Robinho. alleged financial fraud took place. Uh, nine seasons breaking the financial rules. 
between 2009-10 and 27-18 seasons, and they've all been all these issues have been refu- referred rather mm-hmm. to an independent commission. Um, this is after a four-year investigation. That's uh, what blows me away. So they've four. already been doing this for four years. To- yeah, we, we have not. Four years. UEFA got a little. UEFA got a try at it, and they failed. So let they me screwed up. And let me, yeah. let me just recap just to verify. So, 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 the Premier League has found after a four-year investigation that Manchester City, between the years of 2009 to 2018, or only in 2000, is that correct? Between, between, okay, so between court. 2009 and 2018, so a span of nine years, they committed over a hundred breaches of strictly financial fair play or was it other things? I think it's also uh, financial doping and stuff with their sponsors. Um, yeah. A lot it's of their sponsors, um, I don't know the exact uh, definition of money laundering, but um, some of their sponsors, they announced like a, a clean air sponsor and it turns out that the owner of that clean air sponsor is, uh, you know, she, the Sheik Mansour family. Um, so it's... <laughs> It's a little. It's definitely a little. It's a little greasy. Uh, it's like kind of like the Newcastle thing, where it's like the owners of the F. Like the, the Newcastle wasn't bought by the Saudi government; they're bought by the FIP. But the head of the FIP is the head of the Saudi. <laughs> like kind of like kind of like that kind of like what you. Why, just why you got to bring us in just like that? <laughs> it does. <laughs> it does. Uh, I see parallels. <laughs> It does uh, kind of make a lot of sense, though, as to why Newcastle has been extremely careful <laughs> in the in the two transfer windows that they've had uh, and haven't just, uh, just bought Messi. Yeah. Just... <laughs> um, so because yeah. of those four offense or because of those years in the Premier League's four year investigation, finding all of those things, mm-hmm. it has now been handed over to an independent. group arbitrator yeah and they are going to take it further is have they talked at all so um they've been charged with these things they've not been found guilty correct correct and they've previously been charged nate was kind of alluding to it by uefa um and there's like a video it's been going around on social media i don't know if you guys saw it but it was like manchester city sent in and like a team of lawyers and accountants like 20 deep um rolling into UEFA headquarters and they kind of hashed it out and uh, were able to appeal it um, based on the fact that UEFA has um, statute of limitation laws. And some of these, some of the offenses that UEFA had brought up were past that statute of limitation. That's, that's, so they kind of got through a loophole, but there is no such off. statute of that. limitations for the Premier League. So all of these going back to 2009, 2010 season can be brought up by this independent commission mm-hmm. And they'll take them up. They kind of have an open-ended ruling ability. Uh, they can basically go from points deducted or like a fine slap on the wrist, essentially, all the way to they could be kicked out of the Premier League. So if we think that if 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 that's what's the story up to this point, and it's now up to the independent group to investigative group to figure out you know how guilty they are of what offenses Hmm. let's just say well i guess we don't really know until we know that they are guilty but because they've been charged let's just assume well i guess what i want to ask is what do we think the what do we think the punishment will be before you answer do you remember man city 
I think it was Man City. It was a few years ago, within like five years ago. I think we even talked about it in the podcast. Do you remember when they got in trouble with something with UEFA? Or, ah, gosh. They got in trouble and they were banned from participating in the Champions League? That's what I was just talking about. So that was what happened is they were banned for two years, but then they were able to appeal it because it fell outside of yeah, the statute. They didn't serve the full two-year ban. I think and, they served- and what I've read is that they cannot appeal this decision by the Premier League. So it is it is what I say goes. So mm. I don't know how if they had the evidence, if if the evidence is irrefutable, if you can't refute the evidence. I don't. I don't even know the point of a. Of a, of a are they, is it a trial? Is it like just a? Is it just like a? Um, it's a commission of former. Okay. Um, they call them barristers in England, but like former judges, mm-hmm. um, people that have been involved with sort of footballing finances that would kind of understand how some of the stuff works, um, and that's the other thing too. I don't think that uh, the whole like who's going to be on this commission has been decided. Um, and that's another thing that people are a lot of fans, especially from other teams are kind of coming around to finding out and being like, Oh, wait a minute. This might not be as blockbusters. Maybe we think it is right this minute because it's going to take them time to figure that out. And then it's going to take them time to figure out the punishment. It's not going to be a next Sunday. They come out and they say (laughs) man city's out of the print. (laughs) Do we think they're guilty? I'm gonna us, us three on the pod. From, uh, my my bias is gonna show here. Um, <laughs> if they've been if they've been charged with over a hundred <clears throat> breaches, I'd be I would be I would find it very hard to believe that they are innocent of all yeah. hundred plus. I would say that they're probably not guilty of all hundred plus, but I'd have to think that they've they're guilty of a few. You know, so Chelsea I mean? when Chelsea had the tra- two year transfer ban. <laughs> They were found guilty on two counts. You okay. we have now multiplying the counts by fifty. Yeah. So what do we think? There's the punishment, no way they get away without. So let's just say, I mean, they've been. I read an article that said that they were found of guilt. They were. They've been. Uh, sorry, they were charged with over a hundred breaches of whatever financial no nos. Um, <laughs> let's say you know they're found guilty of a handful or half or whatever. What do we think ultimately is going to be the punishment from the Premier League? I don't think that they're going to get kicked out of the Premier League. I don't think that's going to happen. I don't think any of their past uh, like championships, like what they've won, I don't think any of those will be redacted. Um, they might get a – I think they'll, they'll get a fine for sure. And I think they – we they might entertain a point reduction, entertain it, but then back out of that. I think it'll ultimately just be a fine. Oh. I think that's what the if, worst outcome. Yeah, I think uh, the fine is the slap on the wrist outcome. That's what I think it's going to be. Yeah, they, I don't. I think um, like all this shit on Twitter today, like all these Liverpool fans and United fans, like um, oh, <laughs> there was a bunch of Liverpool ex Liverpool players today, like uh, Jose Enrique. Your boy, Alex. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. Uh, Lucas Leva. <laughs> suddenly saying, remembered he was a Newcastle player. Am I a Premier League champion now? I know they all have a little group chat. There's no way they all did that. There's a little group chat going on there. But uh, I don't I don't want like a, a, a cardboard title is what I've heard it called today. We didn't we didn't earn it, right? We didn't. But, you know, the fine is a slap on the wrist. Um, I, I'm almost sure that they will get a transfer ban. And I'm also very sure that they will be kicked out of the uh, Champions League. You have all your way for competitions. I am extremely confident about that. Does this apply? Does this do these offenses apply to Champions League stuff, or is this just strictly Premier League? Do we know that? Um, well, I think it. Um, 
How do you mean? Like, 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 the, the like the, to my understanding, the Premier League has found these offenses from, from Man City, and the Premier League has forwarded this to this ind- ind- independent investigative group. In my mind, the Champions League is not. Yes, yeah, UEFA, UEFA um, is not watching with intent, but they're not like, you know what I mean? They're not. Yeah, because I think they had their shot. That. Yeah. Yeah. So, so I wouldn't think that, I wouldn't down. think that, I don't think that, the, I, what I'm saying is I don't think UEFA would kick them out, would be able to, or would kick them out of the Champions League. I think any punishment, if we see any punishment, would come directly from the Premier League and only from the Premier League. But yeah. I didn't think about yeah, it like that. I see, I see, I know exactly what you mean. Um, I see a 15 point ban coming on par with Juventus. Well, I, I, would, the Premier mean, League. I would love. And I'm so glad you brought up Juve because I, I said that in about 15 different group chats today. Um, <laughs> I mean, the, the, everyone, you know, everyone gives, uh, you know, Italian governing bodies, you know, lots of shit, say what you will. But they handled that Juve situation very well. Uh, the first one was you're relegated. It's not even it's not even like a second conversation. Like, no, you're relegated. Bye bye. Um, and then this one recently, 15 points. They're getting a little a little more lenient. But like, I just don't know why the Premier League can't just can't just like. I, I wish they could just kind of throw everything, all their weight on the table and be like, yep, sorry. I'm trying to think of a PG 13 ish tournament. I don't, know, I don't know what I'm trying to do. Juve <laughs> does it again. They're like, we'll probably just get like a seven point ban the next time. Let's just do it. Come on. They just bake it into the cake for their season planning. Like, all right, guys, we're going to start with a negative seven point difference. Wait, we got in trouble like two times. Yeah, it'll be fine. I did not expect to wake up to this today, but I was not excited just because I know the precedent that UEFA set. Um, yeah, and it really makes me sad that if they get a if they get a fine, uh, I, that, that is the end of financial fair play. It should be. Um, yeah, it really yeah. should be. Um, especially with Chelsea would, right now, Chelsea have got to be like, "Oh my God, let's, let's we got to lock the doors." I mean, I would be shitting my pants if I was uh, top bully right now. Financial fair play's reputation has always been kind of in the mud, so like, I think they just kind of been in the shit so long it don't even stink anymore. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. <laughs> like they just throw out the they'll they'll get a fine thrown at them, and maybe a transfer ban. I could see that by the prem kind of saying, "Hey, no, no on that." And uh, the transfer ban after like six months will be cut in half, and then we're all gonna, the world's gonna keep spinning. I could, I could see that being the outcome. Do I want that to be the outcome? Not necessarily, but Steve, I want you to take a side in the Premier League one of these days. I'm gonna need you to like either like like Liverpool or not like Liverpool. Okay, <laughs> that's, that's what I'm <laughs> Okay. But I thought you said pick a side. I thought you meant like a team. And I was like, oh, no, 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 no. and then you're like, I'll fucking pick a side. Are you? Are you? With us, or are you? I mean, in, in the essence of this podcast, you're either a Liverpool fan or you fucking hate them. So it's That's not true. <laughs> also, I want to ask you guys this: What do you guys think? Um, you mentioned transfers. Um, not even talking about Jude Bellingham. Um, what do you think Man. about Pep Guardiola staying or leaving, and future players coming in? Well, I, I think the isn't there a comment from Pep Guardiola that he said he would leave if the club had sort of lied to him about the fact that they weren't I truthful that. with with their. I don't, I don't. I don't believe that, but I do. I, I think. I think he's so tired. Do you guys notice that whenever like he loves talking about like 
he loves trying to pump up the Eddie Hat atmosphere. You can tell he is the most self-conscious coach. He's the best coach of, possibly of all time, right? Yeah. Um, call him checkbook manager or whatever you want to. You can tell he hates being at that club. That might just be a little more my bias, but dude, I mean, I just I don't think he likes being there, and I think he's always had this little, you know, the the uh, Arab influence hanging over him. That's the only reason he got success. I think he wants to leave now. The Premier League. I think he wants to leave. The Champions League. I think he wants to win the Champions League and then do. Oh, and that's that's not happening anymore. No way. Um, well, I don't. I think to to any response from Pep depends on the outcome of this, uh, the verdict of of what this independent group comes up with. I think it 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 depends solely on that. I think uh, I think Alex might be right. I'm kind of siding with Alex on that one. That that uh, Pep's like, you know. If you if you lie to me type of thing, I'm out. So they have to be found guilty, and then he's like, "All right, you guys are lying to me. Peace." You know what I mean? Yeah. So I could see him doing something like that because I think he's fully. I think he's full. I think he's invested in like trying to win the Champions League and do like the best he can for the club. But as long as they're being truthful with him, and if he finds out that they weren't being truthful with him, then his ambitions for them are just non-existent. Poof, and then he's like, "Okay, it's on to the next one." And then he's out. Yeah. Um, but I think to make a call on that is a bit too soon. We d- I just don't know what 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 the verdict's going to be. So. Yeah. Again, that verdict could take like I don't know three years to come down. You know, God, that, be a fucking <laughs> joke if it did. Yeah. It could. It could take. Uh, It'd be so embarrassing. Could, I mean, could take they, perhaps three more times to get four years. I mean, what have they got to go pull it out of the closet? I mean, can they not just like get, I don't. You know, yeah. I guess I watch too much TV. So. Yeah. <laughs> also in, um go ahead I, I was just gonna say you know beyond you know the repercussions of, of money or points or whatever it may be you know like it, does it feel like city i mean during this time you know people are brought up obviously that but during this time they've won like what was it, 14 trophies they won three premier league titles you know i think a long time ago sort of the the magic of of the Premier League or football as we n- knew it maybe in the 90s, early 2000s is kind of like, it's kind of gone away to a point. Um, yeah. But I think this would like put the Of the Premier League the or football? Of the Premier League, perhaps? I don't think Of football. the Premier League, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's it's way too broad to say football. Uh, yeah, of the Premier League. Um, you know, the idea, yes, we saw it with Leicester. Um, yeah, that's the first thing I was thinking was how but crazy think- that season was. You know the the idea that some small club can just come in, like a Nottingham Forest, isn't going to win the Premier League again. You know the top flight of football again. Um, but just does that put the does this put the nail in the coffin of that idea that you know you can be this small club for in, from anywhere and you can win, you know, without having some sort of. I think you're thinking about the dodgy FA backdoor deal. That's, that's the FA Cup you're thinking of, isn't it? I'm thinking of the Premier League. Like I, I always thought of the Premier League as somewhere where, like, yeah, okay, like Manchester United was like dominant for so long, whatever. But there was always teams that seemed to like pop up and down and like had good chances at making Europe or, you know, making a run uh, in a cup, you know, and doing well in the league at the same time and sort of staying up in the Premier League for ten years at a time and like really building a fan base. I think that still happens. I think that still happens. I mean, you had West Ham doing really well in Europa just a year or so ago. You had. Leicester went in the league. You had what we got. We've got Newcastle in third place now. Yeah, I know. But you know, even as a Newcastle, fourth, fan, I, sorry, know, I know for I know for a fact that that has a lot to do with financial backing. Sure, 
sure. and I the mean, ability to bring in a new manager. I mean, well, even past that, what Fulham? I mean, Fulham are doing really well. Uh, I, I don't know. I, I know that Fulham's not in. Like, we're not thinking of Fulham winning the league. I understand that. Um, gosh, I want to see the table in front of me, but I think I, I don't do. know. I think that there's it's. Uh, I think there are mainstays for sure, but power shifts. Like United used to be so powerful. Arsenal was powerful for a bit, and they were gone. Arsenal were out of it for a long time, and they've now come back for how long? Who knows? But City weren't even in that until they got that financial backing. Chelsea in it and out of it, in it for most part. Uh, United have been out for a long time. They've seen that power shift. Liverpool had their, you know, dominant so far, so for so long, they yeah. completely out of it for so yeah, long, but and that then they was come back like, into it. Yeah, but that he had. Uh, our net spend was like a hundred million that season when we won it. That that had our our winning had absolutely zero percent to do with money, like like zilch, like yeah, negative so percent to do with money. I don't think it happens yes. terribly often, but I think it still does happen. Yeah. yeah, I just I, to me it feels like you know the Premier League was always like a pyramid of opportunity. Like it didn't matter where you were, you could always climb up, and this seems to have will paint for a lot of people the idea that Manchester City basically paid for their success. If that is how you paint if that is how you painted the Premier League as like the land of opportunity anybody can do it, then yeah, that doesn't exist anymore. Yeah. That's so if that's if that's if <laughs> that's your trees. Yeah, if that's, that's your if that's your reality, I don't think that reality exists anymore. If it yeah. ever did, it does not now. Yeah. Paint the happy little financial fair play tree right here. <laughs> FFP trees. <laughs> FFP trees and a little. W sauce. <laughs> Dude, I know you're on the B sauce right now, my man. Yeah, I'm on the how's that? How's that B sauce treating you? It's, it's treating me. Uh, it's uh, it's a little out of season. We, got? we had a we Christmas. Got? We had a Christmas ale. Oh, you oh, is that foothills? It's not. I don't even want to show because it's not. Uh... Oh. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Steve, our, our, our in-house lawyer. <laughs> Financial. <laughs> got him on. Got him on retainer. Drinking fair play here on. Drinking, drinking fair play. Yeah. Um, Tactically drinking. drinking every time like this. Yeah. Yeah, I, I've noticed that actually. I'm like, where's the what beer this guy drinking? <laughs> Should we go to uh, Dyche to know you? Um, Sean Dyche returned to the Premier League, uh, beating Arsenal <laughs> first game back. <laughs> You know what I think is miraculous about that is what, beat so, Arsenal. <laughs> I mean that that is miraculous in itself. Um, let's let me pull that up. What was so I know that Sean Dyke is 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 very synonymous with a four four two. Is that in fact what he played over the weekend? Uh, no, he played a four five one. Okay, um, never mind. Calvert Lewin up top. Never mind. That. Even worse. It's even worse. <laughs> What's so crazy is that, like, as football, like football adapts, like four four two was what we kind of like in the early two thousands. Everybody get fucking stuck in the middle. In the early two thousands, like, like it was like four four two, and then the Barcelona tiki taka kind of came in, uh, and then like four 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 three threes got really popular, and now we've kind of seen a three at the back getting really popular, like three, five twos and stuff like that. Like football changes and everyone kind of sees like everyone saw what Pep was doing at Barca. Everyone kind of tried to copy that. And then they came up with their own brands of that. And football just kind of takes this natural path of like what the tactics do, the trends. But Sean Dykes, like how, like how you can make a four, four, two 
continue to be relevant in like a game that's ever changing. Yeah. I think is a is a is a testament in itself of of you know, I was gonna say Jesse Marsh, why he's not the guy for the job is because of his tactical rigidity. He mm-hmm. does not adapt. I don't think he adapt, adapts well to, to – to, I think he's kind of like a, a Greg. He kind of plays like the same couple tricks, and then those tricks aren't the greatest, and then he doesn't adapt to what's in front of him, and it's kind of – that's kind of the way it goes. Sean Dyke has, has, has somehow made this four four two, maybe variations, four five one, but I think it's amazing, beyond amazing, that you can take that – in an ever-changing game and stick to your guns and not only stick to your guns, but make your players see that you are doing this the right way. Like, Hey, we're doing this the, this way for a, a reason. Everyone yeah. else is going off in this direction. We're going to stay with what we're doing and we're going to keep doing it this way. He did at Burnley for near 10 years. <laughs> and then you see he comes into, yeah, you always get that hype when the first game comes in, when you're a new manager. So this, <clears throat> this Everton win could be attributed to that. To what degree it's on. You can't say, but you've just beat, the league leaders in playing a very stubborn, like just passionate football. Just I think stupid. I think Everton's perfect for him because I know I said this. Yes, um, I agree. I, I can't remember. I was whenever uh, Lampard after they um, when they didn't sack him when they should have when they scraped past relegation is that's a very they will ride that passion wave for a long time. They're a club yeah. that when it's loud, I've never been yeah. in there. Yeah. When it's loud. And Lampard, I'm sorry, sucked as manager, but Dyche, like 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 what we said two podcasts ago, I think, guy's got a plan, right? The guy can implement his plan right away. So, I mean, Liverpool play Everton uh, this weekend. I'm going to the Anfield. Um, but that is, I'm telling you guys, that if it was, if it was a Goodison, you put the mortgage on Everton, all right? Uh, to either, uh, you know, you know, draw no bet or whatever you want to do because <laughs> Liverpool are not going to win that game if it's a Goodison. Have any of you guys uh, ever played Red Dead 2? Red Dead Redemption oh, yeah. too. Oh yeah, baby. Oh yeah. He's he's uh he's Dutch. He's like, I've got a plan. <laughs> <laughs> I've got a plan. He's like, I've got a plan. I've got a plan, Arthur. <laughs> everything's Dude, everything's everything's changing that. around him. Dutch, what do we do? I've got a plan. Just have some faith. Have some faith. I've got a plan. Fantastic. Four, four, two. <laughs> yeah, it's four four two. That's the plan. It's like I don't know. It's like these competition shows on TV or whatever. And, you know, you see all these people like trying to do all these fancy things. And then there's like the one person that does like the classics, but does them very well. That's what Sean Dyke is doing. He's just doing the 442, yeah. but he's doing it to a perfect T and just delivering exactly what you ask for. <laughs> I mean, I think they will. Unfortunately, they brought in the perfect man and that they will stay up. I wish they, they, they kept Lampard because um, I just I just wish they did. Um, yeah, because they will be relegated. Because well, I want them gone. Oh, okay. I want right, them to be relegated. Right. Yeah. <laughs> it's That's the only thing that can be that, that and a city being absolutely hung out to dry, and Everton being relegated are like the only two good things that can come from the city. Yeah. Did you see the uh, the video of Daesh like yelling on the sideline? Yeah, it looks <laughs> like he was. Somebody called it like. Uh... What's the Harry Potter charm? Yeah, I saw that. That's exactly what I was just thinking of. Expecto yeah, Patronum. Yeah. <laughs> and he flicks his wrist. Really... I've it's never ridiculous. seen him yell like that. that was, he, it looked, he, 
Seemed yeah. so angry. What was the coach in? There was an Italian coach, wasn't there, who like stormed off the pitch, like ran down the tunnel because his player like gave away a pass. Ugh. Oh, that was a. Uh, oh, um, uh, it, it was uh, Allegri, at Juve. Yes. Yeah. I, I'm pretty sure Di Maria, like Di Maria, Di Maria missed, yeah, like, wide open. Oh, it was some kind yeah. of great chance, and he skies it. <laughs> Allegri just like just does what he's like, ah, and then he just runs. He just he just walks on the tunnel. <laughs> did you guys see this is completely switching gears did you guys see this thing that's been developing with um manuel neuer Mm-mm. i was reading headlines about it tell me more so i will do my best uh Bayern has had a goalkeeping coach can't can't tell you the name of him right now um uh, but this Ali goalkeeping Khan, is it no oliver Kahn is the ceo of Bayern. he'll be coming into this story a little bit later um mm. But uh, the goalkeeping coach has been fired by Bayern after like 10 years. And okay. Manuel Neuer, who has been basically on a prolonged holiday after that freak skiing accident post-World Cup where he broke his leg and he's been out of the, out for the rest of the season. And Bayern has had to sign uh, Summer as, as backup. Or as cover, sorry. Uh, uh, Bayern, does a, Bayern does – I'm sorry – Manuel Neuer does a Ronaldo and does an, uh, a different uh, a, a interview, and he says that it was like like one of the biggest heartbreaks he's ever had in football, and like doesn't really see the sense of the of, of firing this goalkeeper coach, and it was like kicking me while I'm down type of thing. And and I haven't seen the interview itself, but the response from Bayern has been like just so strict so so strict uh Oliver Kahn CEO of Bayern comes out and says that this is this is this is super unprofessional we're going to be dealing with this um something similar happened to me when I was when I was playing for Germany I just kept it to myself he should be doing the same I don't approve this interview uh uh, who is it? Lothar Mateus comes out and says he should be he should no longer be captain. There's no way that he can continue on as captain. He should like the fallout has been insane. Um, the co- that that goalkeeping coach in question apparently had some sort of maybe a falling out with uh, Nagelsmann, if I'm pronouncing that correct. But the current uh, Bayern coach Nagelsmann comes out and says <clears throat> they're all just they're all just slating him for it, and the man was just giving his opinion on the firing of a staff member, and I. And I, again, I haven't seen the interview, but I just thought that the whole response was just way over the top, so far over the top. Uh, this guy, Tapalovich, joined Bayern with Neuer from Schalke in 2011. I hope he didn't just say that. That's I did not know that. That's a long time. No, I didn't say. I didn't say. I didn't know he come from Schalke. I knew he'd been there for a ten years. Time. Damn. But holy cow. But yeah, um, it's a strange one. So people are people are starting to say, you know, I think. Um. Mm. People are having a conversation now of like, you know, do does Manuel Neuer even play for Bayern anymore? Like, do we get rid of it? Like, it's just it's just like a crazy for just some comments on not even like outlandish comments, but just I mean, they were colorful comments about his opinion, but nothing. Am I? Yeah. Does Does anyone like when you read what you're reading, Alex? Does <clears> your, <throat> your is your first response like this is over the top? That was my response the entire time I saw it. Like red yeah, a little bit. I mean, I'm just reading some some quotes from Neuer, who's basically just like, there was no justification from what I could understand. 
things were said that I don't agree with, but I haven't heard any arguments that rule out talking to each other and clearing things up. And then Neuer added that the issue led him to consider his future at the club. Oh, interesting. Um, but yeah, it just, it appears he was upset at something and, you know, yeah. had an emotional comment that maybe was spun a little. It was like, because he's Bayern's captain, he's not allowed to critique or criticize or have anything that. He did would... call the dismissal the worst thing he's experienced in my career. Yeah. It was something yeah, crazy. Yeah. With that. That's a little. That's a little over the top, but also a little emotional. And I think, but that comment or the the quote that I read first, I think it follows that interview. Um, yeah. It kind of seems like a, an olive branch from Neuer, if you will, to be like, Hey, listen, like I, I didn't agree with the way that this happened. Um, yeah. Obviously I'm upset. I thought, uh, yeah. But yeah, for the, for it to play out quite publicly as it seems it has. So publicly. Uh, is I think ridiculous. I think they wanted the 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 termination of that guy to be all handled privately, and then Manuel Neuer went public with an interview, being the Got captain, it. and then Khan comes out and says something that I kind of thought was over the top, and then Lothar Mateus just comes in from left field and just says <laughs> like, just even go further over the top. I'm, yeah, yeah, I'm just like, just RKO him, John Cena. I'm like, why? Why are we all? Why are we so angry? Like. I, I don't think Bayern I, is a club that likes a lot of drama. No. You don't remember no. the last scandal that ever came out of a little Bavarian town? Well, my uh, reaction this morning to reading that on my phone, I was what like, did, What did you just I'm say? Like, what did you just say? To, from Bayern Munich? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, when's the last, what's the last scandal we've ever. There's not a lot. I, I, don't, I don't think they like, you know. No. I do. Yeah. I think what. We're reading what Matthau said. That, that I think him and Neuer are both a little emotional, but. He's also 36. Maybe it's time for Norway to go. Maybe this is maybe getting rid of the goalkeeper coach. Maybe he feels a little hot in the seat. I mean, he's 36. Um, his contract's only up next summer, so he's still. I mean, he can still renew if he wanted to. Um, yeah. But apparently, Bayern ran a, a tight ship, a real tight ship, and uh, <laughs> um, free speech is not allowed. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I, I won't go too far. I'll just say that. He's like, I'm off the B-sauce now, boys. Yeah. <laughs> I'll just bring up the story that I brought up before. Uh, I played against Bayern Munich's youth team at Bayern Munich's training facility. It was cool. Um, Did they run Did a tight ship? Anyone cool? I don't oh, yeah. Know. That's going to be a more... Yeah, I played against, against like their... I was on the U15 team, and we played their U13 teams, and they ran us ragged. <laughs> And I was uh, in a youth development team for a team that was in the fifth Bundesliga. Um, so that just shows you the, the level of class there. Um, these kids were just out of control. 12-year-olds just yeah. running running circles around us. Um, yeah. Anyway, good times. Well, I saw that this morning, and uh, I thought that was interesting. We'll let that story uh, develop. We'll let that marinate, and yeah. uh, we'll get back to you on okay. that one, all you listeners. Right. Steve, the uh, the Bayern Munich reporter. What's going on in Scotland? Uh, nine point gap still there. Um, had a game over the weekend top with the league. Uh, yeah, top Not of the league. Uh, Celtic <laughs> sitting on what do we had? Just had the table up here short. Uh, six. We're at seventy points. Seventy points after twenty five games played. Uh, second place Rangers at sixty one points. Uh, at the weekend we had 
uh, we beat uh, what was it St. Johnston? St. Johnston four one. Um, I don't know if you guys had seen uh, Greek. I'm sorry. And man, St. Johnstone. Yeah. 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 Uh, also, one of those guys scored on themselves. So that that, didn't, that doesn't really help your team, does it? Um, but uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't I don't fully understand it. I don't know if like maybe because perhaps the MLS, <clears throat> uh, the MLS. Tra- does the MLS transfer window not abide by the world transfer window? I think I'm I think that's correct. It does not. Because there's a lot of reports right. of yeah. Greek striker uh, Georgios Giocomakis uh, going to Atlanta United. Um, Ooh, what? Didn't he just join? Yeah, he's not been there a long time. He came, I think, maybe January of last year or... It was January or over the summer of last year. I can't quite recall now. I think it might have been the summer, actually. I think he's Can been there for like... strap him to a chair and show him Georgios Samaras highlights and say this is... <laughs> Yeah, but the uh, MLS he's... primary transfer window started January 31st and runs through April 24th. Mm. Atlanta's, so, about to, Atlanta's about to lose their starting striker, though. So I, could... I think Giacomacus is, 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 is a fantastic striker. I, I'm a big fan of him. He, is, he brings a physicality <clears throat> to his game that not a lot of uh, strikers can boast. He's kind of like a Luka Jovic. That's kind of what it reminds me of. I miss him. Luka Jovic. Is what he, and... Um, so it's not been confirmed yet, but there's there are some reports that he his agent is already speaking uh, to Atlanta representatives about facilitating a transfer. Um, also, uh, as with any Premier League uh, sacking, uh, Postacoglu again uh, linked with Leeds United, one of the early contenders for Leeds United. I don't see that happening. I don't. For what reason would that happen? I couldn't even I couldn't even give you one. Um, Premier League. Yeah, I mean Prem. That's it. But like, what differentiates the Leeds job to the what was the other one that just recently came up was Everton. Everton, right? And the only the one thing is just Prem. That's it. It's not like Postacoglu has yeah. any affiliations yeah. or ties to that. But um, also, what's coming down to crunch time is that uh, there's a few. There are th- notably uh, three, three uh, Celtic uh, starting. Uh, Basically, starting eleven players. Uh, well, not three, but two, and then like a, maybe like a rotation player. But Joe Hart, Aaron Moy, and um, David Turnbull are all approaching the last kind of stretch of their contracts. And Celt and Pasacoglu is, is 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 trying to determine where their where their affiliations lie. And I think the results of that uh, have a, a very direct correlation on on, on Celtic's success. Uh, I think the arrival of Joe Hart has been. It's easy. It's easy to praise strikers because they put in the goals, and the goals win yeah. you games. But goalkeepers almost equally win you games as well. And having a solid goalkeeper at back, I mean, Joe Hart being the experienced goalkeeper that he is, is he the best goalkeeper in the world? No, but he is an excellent goalkeeper for Celtic, and he's coming in. He's thirty-five now, coming into the last stretch of of his of his contract. Um, if he signs on, excellent. If he doesn't, then we have to plan. We can't have another. What was it, Barkas? <clears throat> we had uh, we have Scott Bain. Um, you need you need a, a, a proper 
established goalkeeper between the sticks, I think, at a club like Celtic. And uh, that could be a real problem if if they can't land Joe Hart, if they can't tie that down. Aaron Moy's another one. Aaron Moy's been electric after the World Cup. In, what is it, like seven games, he's scored like five goals since wow. the World Cup. It's unreal. It's unreal what Aaron Moyes, he's been on a tear. Um, just killing it for Celtic. He's been playing in a bit more of an advanced role lately, and it's really been exploiting teams, and he's really been... Uh, I think that's what he used to do for um, Huddersfield. I think when he was at... Wasn't he at Huddersfield, Aaron Moyes? He was, yeah, he was at Huddersfield. I yeah. think that he had that. That's why he got so much attention and then went to China for some reason. Um, is yeah, that he, yeah, yeah. he did play advanced, and he was in there almost at the almost at the ten or maybe an eight. Um, mm-hmm. I think you I think you can improve on the goalkeeper. I think yeah. the pipes can be improved. I, it's it's difficult to find. It's either, and you just have to you have to accept reality for what it is. Celtic don't does not. We cannot. It's difficult for Celtic to obtain players in their prime. They're either developing players for the future, and then somebody else takes them for a profit for Celtic, or we get players on 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 the decline. Perhaps you could say Joe Hart for one. Um, it's rare when you get players that are not Scottish or English, perhaps that are playing during their primes at Celtic. So to get a better goalkeeper, either we get a really, really, really young goalkeeper. I'm sorry, a really good young goalkeeper who everybody would want at that point. Or we get an established goalkeeper who is kind of towards the end of their career in a Joe Hart, and it just turns out to be a match made in heaven. I don't think we get like a 25-year-old, 28-year-old goalkeeper who's just killing it, and then Celtic's the one he signs for. Do you know what I mean? I think you may want to look at Keller. I think we're we're shopping our second string Irish kid Kelleher. Um, he'd be a good one to look at. Dude. He's he's won two penalty shootouts, two cups for us. I'd um, love to, I'd love I would love to get I would love to get you know everyone in their primes established you know internationals playing for Celtic, but that's just kind of not the reality right now. So Postacoglu ha- happens to have found this smorgasbord of 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 established people in their prime, a nice blend of youth with some experience of, of age as well and wisdom. And he's, he's, he's put this together into a, a championship winning team, a premiership winning team. And I love what he's been doing, but contracts are, are, are starting to run out and it's getting to the time where it's like, all right, we have to figure out, do we continue on in that direction? And for, if so, for how long, or we have to start heading in a different direction. And if so, which way? And this is kind of like yeah. I think another big another big hurdle for Postacoglu is is cool, excellent. You've won the league, and you're on track to win the league again this season. But now, after a two year time frame, things are changing. How do you adapt? Can you maintain success? Is it a flash in the pan type of thing, and the stars just align during the time there, and then you go to another place? You know. So we'll see. I think for him to put the icing on the cake for his tenure at Celtic. It keeps getting linked away. Who knows how long he's going to be there? But he's got to get out of the group stage in the Champions League. Mm-hmm. I think that would be huge. I think that would – that. I mean, you guys have done that before, I swear. Like in the 2010s, a long time ago. I swear. I, uh, I'd, have to, I'd have to look back again. I'd have to look back. But 
I think it'll I mean, be difficult. That, that game against Barcelona when you guys beat Barcelona, I'm pretty sure it was in it was in Scotland. That's one of my favorite games of all time. <laughs> I still look at those highlights sometimes. That's an insane game. And that's when Celtic used to be kind of a, a, a not a small dog. I'm not saying you're all small dog. Right, right, right. right, you right guys I used to be like, hey, this is not this is not going to be a walk in the park, especially having to go to Edinburgh. I mean, who, who wants to I mean Glasgow? Right. Who wants to do that? Um, but Gla- yeah, Glasgow. Yeah, right. I, I mean, you, you guys gotta um, you gotta get out of what I is this parts? Yeah, I guess. Is <laughs> it <laughs> <Is that> hips? <laughs> actually, a punch of vodka. Uh, Steve is is the big game that you're looking forward to uh, February 26th. I yeah, end, Scottish end Cup of, final. Uh, end of this just, week. And or you end start of this dreaming month, yeah. of the treble. Yeah, or dreaming yeah. of the treble if if that happens. Yeah, you get an ass tattoo. Why not? Why not? Not the tattoo, but why not dream no, of the treble? Nope, oh, oh, <laughs> no, clip it, clip, clip it. Everyone, everyone in chat, clip that. Clip that. <laughs> why would I mean? Uh, I think. Postacol was a very reserved guy, a very kind of take-it-as-we-go kind of guy. But there is no way that people aren't thinking that. Do you know what I mean? Like, Yeah. Um, I don't think, I mean, why not? I think you've been dominating the league. Um, Ranger's been having a tough time of it. Sorry about your luck. Um, and that's really – I mean, that's second place, nine-point gap. You don't really see that coming down anytime soon. Um, we're at what 25 games, so we have 13 games left in the season. The split happens the last, the last five, or the last eight games. I can't quite recall, but anyway, the split's coming up here fairly soon. The league, le- the league wraps up in April. Yeah, I mean we're into February now, so we'll see. We don't have to worry about we don't have to worry about European football right now. Um. Full steam, full steam ahead. I think. I, I, I don't see Celtic losing this. Knock on, knock on wood. You guys all heard that. Hmm. But yeah, that was Steve's head. I'm sorry. <laughs> For those of you listening. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Let's let's just just had to bring you down from from the idea of your team winning a treble <laughs> this season. <laughs> Um, does anybody have uh, the life alert noise uh, potentially available? No, I'm sure we no, can mimic nobody. it, Mrs. Miller. <laughs> I think I can find. No, it. I don't. I don't. I don't have it. I don't have it. Pre-emergency systems. Help can be summoned immediately, whether in the bathroom. I'm going in the shower. <laughs> what? <laughs> 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 Did you know that she was going to say I've fallen in the shower? <laughs> no. And it's clop. Uh, uh, I'm going to give the life alert person of the week to uh, Casemiro, um, Manchester United's Brazilian midfielder who uh, got a, I guess you'd call it a straight red, a VAR straight red uh, for two-handing a player. Uh, around his throat. Um, meanwhile, his teammate uh, also got punched in the jaw, and nothing happened to them. So <laughs> I feel like in uh, the NFL, also, those, those would have canceled play, each other. Run out. that, run that, run that back, run that by me again, real quick. So Casemiro. No, I got was, that part. What was uh, the second part? The second part. Uh, Jordan Ayew choked uh-huh. Fred as well in this same 
melee, Scuffle. if you will, ah. uh, and was not sent off, was not uh, even given a card for the wow. similar fence. Uh, so, yeah. Was this given because of VAR yeah. or no? Yeah. Yes. Yes, it, yes, it was. Yeah, it was it was a VAR. Yes, it, it was, was a uh, it was a, it was a re ref situation. It was it was a VAR decision. Gasp. Yeah. yeah. Did you see the little scuffle that broke out too in the Everton Arsenal game, and the ref just kind of stood there and was like, "Ah, just yes. let this one play out." <laughs> yeah, I love when they do that. I I love I love when they do that. That's um, it's like a um, who's the ref? A hockey fight. I can't remember who the guy that just retired. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I do like when they kind of just let it all play out chaos and so yeah yeah all right that was life alert uh casemiro uh he is out uh unfortunately not out for the league cup final against newcastle but suppose that is what it is uh by the way newcastle in a league cup final sweet <laughs> sweet golf clap we're off to win nice yeah real nice all right, Steve, you got to wear it right now. Fuck yeah, I do. All right, sing it. <laughs> Where are they now? Damn. I was feeling that one. What did you guys uh, think? That was, that's 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 that B-Saw singing right there. <laughs> what up, dude? Heading up to karaoke after this. All right. Be up. <clears throat> um, this one. Um What's the hint? What's the hint I want to give you? Um, he's taller than me. How tall are you? I'm 5'10". Right. Um, he's taller than me, 5'10". What else do I want to give you? I think he's right foot. Yeah, he's right footed. That's that's as much as I'm going to give you. That's Is a he a striker? He's works every week. An attacking, he's an attacking player. Okay. I don't think he's. A, I don't think he's an out and out striker. So. so is he a number nine? Kind of false nine. He's an he's an attacking player. Center attacking mid. He's an attacking player. Okay. I don't. Well, these these hints suck. Oh. <laughs> okay. No point keeping your. What squad number did? Oh, that's too specific. Um, did he play? In uh, so he's not a, not a winger. Yes, yes, yes. He played in Europe. He played in Europe. Did he play in Spain? No. Italy. He... What? Italy. No. Is he British? Um. Hmm. Is he Irish? If he's got to think about no, it. No, he's not he's... Irish. He's not. He's not Irish. He's not Irish. Um, I can't answer that question. I, I would. <laughs> I would say no. I would say no. But it's it's a complex answer. The short it answer like, is no. it sounds like a fantastic qualifying yes or no question there from Alex. I'm not sure why this can't be answered. I, it sounds like it on paper, <laughs> but when but but the answer is is more complex than that. The Has short he switched nationalities? Is, yes. Okay, to an African team. Yes. Okay, there we go. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, so, does he ever play for Arsenal? No. Chelsea? No. Raheem Sterling? No. 
No, he's Jamaican. It's Jamaican. Uh, oh shit, that's right. That's right. But not really. So he switched to an African. He switched to an African team. Like his his mom was from Africa or something, and he he switched to play for that African team. Raheem African Sterling? nation. No, I'm asking oh. a question. <laughs> uh, yes, I think. Say your question again, just to make sure I'm, I heard it right. So he was he was born dual nationality British and whatever this African nationality yep. is yep. and changed to be for that African team. Correct. And does he have a cap for said African team? <clears throat> oh yeah. Okay. Oh yeah. All right. So that means a lot. Cool. Did he ever uh, win the Premier League? Uh, he did not. He did not. Ah. Stand by. <laughs> you can ask, you can continue to ask questions, but I, I will, I will get the answer for that one. Day 16. Did he play for a big 16? Are they still uh, playing? He, he, he did play for a big 16. He is still playing. Does he play for Crystal Palace? He does. Is it Wilfred Zaha? You didn't hear my question earlier. I asked if he was a winger. I didn't. I didn't get an answer. I guess. I guess it was I, in the I, middle. It says. It says. I was gonna say yeah. I heard your question. I, it was gonna say yeah, but Wikipedia was telling me forward. So I was like, in my head, I thought of him kind of as a winger. Forward was kind of like a vague attacking term. So I was just like, all right, Alex. I just, that. I, <laughs> Ty, yeah, <laughs> no, no draw. You you started the name first by saying Wilf. You you said the Wilf part first, Alex. Or I'm yeah. sorry, Nate. Nate. Who are you Nate. I, don't I, 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 I realized. That. <laughs> Nate. Nate. You started saying the name first, but Alex finished the name first. I, I was I was literally thinking when he said Big Six, I immediately was like, well, that's Zaha's off the list. He did that. First, oh, okay, United. United. Played for United. Yeah. Yeah. From 2000. What was it? 2000. 13 to 2015. Okay, and where okay. to go is uh, Ivory, Co- Ivory, Ivory Coast. Ivory Coast. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Alex knows. Uh, played played for really? England uh, <laughs> for the England U19s, the U21s. Actually played outright for England's national team. Made two appearances, which is the FIFA. I think FIFA's maximum is that you can play two. It's either two or three appearances before you can switch to another. Uh, national team after that you cannot switch yeah. he made basically <clears throat> the minimum uh or i'm sorry the maximum and then uh switched switched after that so uh he played for england from 2012 to 2013 made two appearances and then started playing for ivory coast in 2017 four years later wow. Th- yep 30 year old um he's 30 Oh yep. my gosh, it's crazy. Daz, Dazet Wilfred Armel Zaha uh, currently plying his trade at Crystal Palace. Been there since 2015. I'm sorry, been there since 2013. Uh, he, well, yeah, he's been there since 2013. Um, he had a loan to Cardiff in, in there in 2014, but he's been at Car- he's been at, at Crystal Palace for a, a year now. Isn't I'm sorry, that decade, one, uh, decade. That was that loan to Cardiff. Was, uh... I don't think I, re- I also don't remember that. I just, uh, yeah, yeah. Hmm. But he's been killing it. He's been killing it for uh, 
He's been killing it for Crystal Palace. I wonder yeah. if the England, yeah. I wonder if the FA regret letting him go. I, I, I don't know. I, I, I'd, yeah, be, I don't I'd be curious to know if they look at him and just be like, man, maybe we should have held on to him. Because there was a period between like what, 2000, I mean, he stopped playing for England in 2013. Yeah. You know, 2014, 15, 16, maybe even 17. I think that England could have utilized some wingers in that time. I mean, they've got they've got ample now, I think, but yeah, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, one of the more exciting players, definitely, in the Premier League I mean, for sure. Um, I'm just reading sort of a little bit about his his decision. Uh, his family moved from Ivory Coast to London mm-hmm. uh, when he was a kid, so that's kind of sort of the connection there. Obviously, um, he said he had his ups and downs with England at the time and Ivory Coast came and spoke to me and the space where I was at, I just thought, I think it's best I play for Ivory Coast. Uh, before my mindset was playing for England, I grew up here. But even though, even through those years, the Ivorian people still supported me through everything and showed me love. So when that came, when that came about in the space I was in, I just thought this is the time. So it kind of feels like they poached him at the right moment. Yeah. I believe he's made, I don't have the page up now, but I think he's made 31 appearances for the Ivory Coast, scoring five goals if I got my facts straight. But uh, Bless up. Um, <laughs> yeah, Wilfred Zaha. That's probably, I can't remember the last <laughs> current player I've done. Um, yeah. Yeah, who was the one last week? I did not like that one. Um, not Steve Bruce. Uh Get it out of here, Steve Bruce. <laughs> no, another old white Englishman. <clears throat> he was the he was the city coach when City. Uh, yeah, Mark uh, Hughes, McLaren. Mark Hughes is Mark Hughes. Mark Hughes. Mark Hughes. Yeah, good memory. Yeah, Mark Thanks. Hughes. I already forgot. Um, <laughs> yeah, Wilfred Zaha. You guys got that one pretty quick. I knew once we got on the trail, it was going to be a sprint to the finish line. But we just had to yeah. get to that part first. So yeah. Um, all right, Nate's going to wrap uh, this Trash Takes intro. Okay. Do I just say Trash Takes? <laughs> What's the, do we have a catchphrase right. for this segment yet? That I didn't you blew it! Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so Nate's white. Um. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Correct. Premier, Premier League. All right, uh, Trash Takes. Uh with uh, Chris Armis leading Leeds United into Man United uh, on Wednesday, uh, going all the way through till uh, we could also bet again on Sunday, uh, Leeds United versus Man United. <laughs> uh, but we'll go through till Monday with Liverpool Everton. You know how I guys talked. You know how I talked to you guys about the like that surge, that kind of like spike in performance when like a new manager gets. You know, for the, like Sean Dyke for Everton type of thing. Yeah, <clears throat> Chris Armis is not going to see that at Leeds. <laughs> no. What do you mean? He learned under Ralph Ragnick. United are going to pump leads. Is what I'm, is what I mean. <laughs> Both I don't. Times. I, I, <laughs> I kind of like uh, I, I like the days. Aston villains over the uh, over the real villain Man City. Oh. That's what I got this year. Money villains. Money villains. The man um, money Man City. I'm looking. At, I'm, I'm. I'm appraising these uh, <laughs> fixtures here, <laughs> seeing where the money's at. Um, I'm gonna do Crystal Palace over Brighton. Zaha hat. That's not a bad one. 
It's at, it's at Dallas, too. Yeah. I always wanted to go there. I've heard that, though. That's, that's a fun stadium. Yeah. Probably Fulham over non over Forest. Mm. Probably. You'd like to think, I mean, Leicester just beat, who did they just beat 4 2? Uh, can't quite recall. They just, yeah, they just uh, that, had a pretty convincing win, or the last win. Uh, Tottenham also just beat City. Leicester so, just beat Villa 4 2. Yeah. I was looking at, the, at Leicester, whether they could do it over Tottenham. I don't really know about that. Tot- you never know what Tottenham side you're going to get. And also, Leicester, you definitely. Harry, 200 goals, Kane. How can yeah, we? How can yeah. We? How do we not even mention that, to be honest? Yeah. Um, Terrible podcast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> fucking shit. Trash. <laughs> um, mentioned it in passing. <laughs> gosh, I would love to. It's, just, it's so difficult to get this in an hour. There's so many things I always want to talk about in an hour. I could spend 15 minutes talking about that Harry Kane thing. Um, but I'm going to say Leicester Tottenham draw. All right. So we got a Leicester Tottenham draw. Ben will put all of those in a parlay for us and we will tweet it out. And (laughs) someone can feel free to tail us. Yeah. That's some free money. Yeah. That's, I mean, what more do you need? That's, that's how we're going to end this show. See you guys. Bye-bye. Free money. Ricardo.